Hey guys, it's Scott from fxmissions.com. Just a note, I've finished the trilogy of anthologies from the forefront, and all three books are currently available on Amazon. Welcome to From the Forefront, an FX Missions podcast. Stories about courageous souls who felt the call of missions and obeyed. Hi, Scott McClelland here with your FX Missions from the Forefront podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're super excited today and want to apologize in advance if we have some audio issues. We've got three connections going here, one to Central Mexico and one to Southern Mexico and one to me here in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. So we're excited to have these guys on. We've had a little bit of technical challenges, but I think we'll be okay. I'm stoked to be joined by someone who is my coworker in FX Missions. I present to you Ita Hernandez. Hello. Hi, Ita. How are you? Hey. Happy to be here. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. And Ita's got the hard job today because she's going to be translating me and our other guest who's on the line. Her brother is actually our guest today, Marcos Hernandez. Saludos, Marcos. Hola. Muy, buen, muy buenas tardes. Muy bien. <laughs> Excelente. Gracias a ti. A very good afternoon to you as well. So... FX Missions has been working with these guys for a while. Of course, Ita is one of our co-workers at FX Missions. She's currently in Central Mexico. And then also with her brother, uh, it's a missionary family. Marcos is in Southern Oaxaca. What city? ¿Qué ciudad, Marcos? Ustedes. Estamos en Chalcatongo, Oaxaca. Chalcatongo, Oaxaca. And if that, if that sounds like it's a long way from where you are, trust me, it is. <laughs> it is a very long ways from where you are. Excited. Muy emocionado por, por su aquí. Marcos, gracias. That's about all the Spanish I speak, so we're going to leave the heavy lifting to Ita. So we're going to get to know a little bit today about Marcos's story. He comes from a missionary family. We want to hear about how he got started in missions and some other things like that. And we're going to just basically talk about, you know, what his mission is, where he's at, what he's up to, those kind of things. We'll have a conversation here. And our hope is that we can encourage you in your vision and pursuit of missions as well. I think this session is going to be great for our people who are bilingual or Spanish speakers. It should be of some good use to you. So thank you, Ita, for making that possible. Mm, you're welcome. Glad to help. Okay. Well, you're, uh, you're awesome help. And that I know for many years now. So <laughs> putting up with me, is just uh, one of the main things. <laughs> that's, I think. that's <laughs> That is the principal challenge. So first, I, I would like to ask Marcos about when he met Jesus. Can he tell us a little bit about how old he was and stuff? Quiero preguntar a Marcos primero cómo conoció a Cristo. ¿Quién es? Bueno, primero nací ya con mis padres conociendo de Cristo. So when I was born, my parents all 
already had a relationship with God. A la edad de 11 años, uh, estábamos visitando unos pueblos con mi papá. So when I was 11 years old, I was with my dad visiting some uh, villages in rural areas. Y este, pues la persecución hacia los cristianos estaba muy fuerte. So back in on those times, there was a lot of persecution about uh, against Christians. Y nos balasearon, nos atacaron con balas y huimos por el, la montaña. So this time we um, we were attacked under attack and people were shooting us, so we had to hide and and run in the mis in in the mountains. Y pasaron dos cosas mientras huía huíamos por salvar la vida este tuve un encuentro real con Dios ahí so while we were escaping from this shooting I had a real encounter with God y también a partir de ahí hice un compromiso con Dios de servirle siempre So since then, from that event, I commit my life to serve the Lord my whole life. Y nunca, no me gusta hacer números, pero apenas hice números y hace 30 años de esta historia. Y so aquí really, seguimos sirviendo a Dios. I really don't like to do the numbers, but recently I did it. And this year is going to be 30 years since that event happened. Wow. So I'm still here. Serving the Lord. Wow, wow. Viejitos. <laughs> sí, un poco. Como yo, sí, como yo. Just like me, uh, we're, we're getting older, Marcos. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Que increíble. What an, I don't think I knew that. And I think that people in the States uh, and other parts of the world would be surprised to find out that in Mexico... During those years, 25, 30 years ago, there was a ton of persecution and, and to the point of martyrdom in, in Mexico for the Christian faith. I think people would find that as a surprise, but that's Marcos's story. And that's what happened to him. He was, this was happening when he was traveling in the villages, doing missions work with your dad at that time. Correct, Ita? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Wow. So that was a while back. Praise God that Marcos is still with us. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for that. And and at what point after that did Marcos begin to get involved in ministry? Después de esto que pasó, ¿cuánto tiempo después te empezaste a involucrar en el ministerio? Perdón, algo pasó y se perdió aquí, perdí tu voz, perdón. Voy a repetir. Este, después de este evento, ¿cuánto tiempo después pasó para que te involucras en el ministerio? Esto, este suceso fue un viernes, si no mal recuerdo, y a partir del domingo empecé a ayudar a mi papá con la alabanza y a ir a más pueblos, a apoyarle, siempre dirigiendo la alabanza. A partir de este suceso, uh, el próximo domingo estábamos listos y desde ahí hasta el día de hoy. 
If I re remember this well, that happened on a Friday. So the next Sunday, I was already doing the worship, leading worship, and helping my dad to lead worship wherever he, he will go. A, los de, de, a partir de los 11 años, a los 16, estuve apoyando de tiempo parcial. A partir de los 16 años, me metí de tiempo completo hasta el día de hoy. So, when, since I was 11 years old, I started uh, doing ministry just like part-time. When I was 16 years old, I started doing full-time ministry. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That is cool. Now, I would imagine Marcos has been in, and if, you know, he, he's working, as we know, in the remote parts of southern Oaxaca uh, right now. It's a village. Yeah, I guess it's about eight hours from Oaxaca City. Does that sound right, Ita? About, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's over the mountains and, and a good distance from a major city. And we've been there a number of times to see him. But can he tell us about some of his early experiences and things that the Lord impressed upon him when it comes to missions and, and you know, maybe some of the places he has served? Because I know he's been in a few different cities. Tal vez quieres compartirnos de algunos lugares o experiencias de hace años donde Dios te ha usado, qué ministerios has estado, porque sé que has estado en diferentes ciudades. Okay, hemos estado en Oaxaca sirviendo en un ministerio se llama Buenas Nuevas, donde se predica, se evangeliza a la gente en su propio idioma, se graban cassettes, se graban ahora en el USB mixteco para o, o, o diferentes dialectos para llevarlo a las personas en su propio idioma. So I work. I was involved in this uh, ministry in Oaxaca City called Buenos Nuevas, which is like the good news. And uh -huh. what they do is they record the gospel, like the Bible, in native native uh, their la native languages. So they record that uh -huh. they put this in CDs or USB some drives, and then they preach. They, uh, yeah, they preach. They they give this to people so they can hear the good news in their own language. También hemos estado en Chiapas con el proyecto de la película La Vida de Jesús, proyectándola en, en cada comunidad en su propio idioma. Estuve, estuve ahí por un mes entero este, en pueblos muy difíciles donde... Tiempo atrás habían matado a muchos cristianos, pero gracias a Dios pudimos estar también proyectando la película Jesús en su propio idioma. I also spent uh, a month in uh, remote villages in Chiapas, which is southern Mexico, and we were projecting this movie, The Jesus of Jesus Life. And we were all, this also was in their own language. So that's, that was a different way to do evangelism. Y pues la mayoría mm -hmm. de, ya de años después, este, sirviendo en Esperanza Viva en Puebla. 
And after that, uh, for several years, I also served in this ministry in Puebla called Living Hope. Sirviendo en el área de ah, mantenimiento, yes. pero pues siempre con nuestro corazón en Oaxaca, todas las oportunidades de vacaciones, nunca tuve el deseo de irme a pasear a algún lugar, siempre cualquier oportunidad de vacaciones me venía para aquí a la montaña en Oaxaca, siempre, siempre, siempre. No sé, aquí sigue mi corazón. <laughs> So uh, during that time while serving in Puebla, um, Oaxaca has been always in my heart. So every time I had a, an opportunity to go back to Oaxaca for vacations or holidays, I would just take it in and go and do missions there in Oaxaca. And Oaxaca has, and missions has been always in my heart. And here I am still serving the Lord. <laughs> That's uh, yes, the, wow. Algunos me decían, Vámonos a la playa, vámonos. No, nunca, no sé, nunca fue mi, mi deseo, siempre fue estar aquí con la gente que Dios sembró en mi corazón para amarles. And you know, people will invite me to go on vacations to different places, but I never took that. Uh, invitation because my heart was here with the people and I still love these people. Pues después de estar en Puebla sirviendo, llegó una hermosa muchacha a servir ahí también. Y <laughs> gracias a Dios me dijo sí. <laughs> so, while serving in this ministry in Puebla, this beautiful lady came to serve to this ministry and I asked her to marry me and she wow. said yes. Pero bueno, algo gracioso. Cuando yo le comenté el deseo de mi corazón de formar una familia con ella, le dije, pero antes que me digas sí o no, te digo que me voy a ir a vivir a Oaxaca nada más. Y ya, ya estaba con esa advertencia. So when I proposed to her, I, I told her that before saying yes, she needed to know that my desire was to move to the mountains in Oaxaca. So she had to think about it very well. Mm. Y gracias a Dios dijo sí, y aquí estamos juntos eh, después de 15 años con tres bellos hijos. So, she said yes. And here we are 15 years later serving the Lord as a family with three children. Wow. Viviendo en las montañas que tanto están en nuestro corazón. And we are here, living in the mountains, serving the Lord. Mm. En otro tiempo, también estando en Esperanza Viva, estuve sirviendo en Acuescomac, eh, que es a las orillas, más bien al pie del volcán Popocatépetl, visitando unas congregaciones cada fin de semana. Also, while I was serving in Puebla, I, I was still involved in missions. And so I used to visit a small village by the volcano, still doing missions and stuff like that. Mm. Ayudando a otro pastor con, con la alabanza. Siempre estuve ayudando con mi guitarra y, y cantando. I used to help a pastor there doing worship. And I always take my guitar with, with me wherever I go. Y pues con muchos recuerdos hermosos, 
como sanidades a través de del tiempo de alabanza. I've been witness of a lot of miracles that God has per performed during worship. En una ocasión una niña que tenía aproximadamente cinco años y no hablaba absolutamente nada. Estábamos en el tiempo de alabanza y sentí en mi corazón acercarme a tocar solamente cerca de ella mi, mi guitarra y en ese momento ella jaló la mano de su mamá y le dijo mamá y empezó a hablar. And I can remember this story of a little girl, five-year-old girl who couldn't talk at all. And I can remember I was playing worship and I just felt from the Lord to go next to her and I started playing my guitar close to her and then this girl held her mom's hand and she called for her mom. She said, mom, and then she started talking from them. Después wow. me dijeron que por favor volviera a ir para que tocara por ella para que ya se callara. <laughs> and then they invite me again to go back to this place to go and pray for these girls because she was talking too much so they needed her to be quiet for a little bit <laughs> en serio uh -huh. y muchas de estas cosas hemos visto a través de este tiempo mm. y este Dios ha sido muy fiel su gracia Amen. es increíble Amen. God has been so faithful his grace is enough and I've been witness of this a lot well thank you for sharing those stories Marcos and I want to just kind of turn the conversation to find out more about what kind of work you're doing what kind of work are you doing now Entonces ahora cambiamos un poquito el tema de para que nos cuentes qué tipo de trabajo haces ahora Okay ahora estamos atendiendo una iglesia aquí en Chalcatongo y juntamente con esto Okay te espero Right now we're pastors in this uh, church. Y también en el área de consejería eh, con muchas familias, dando escuela para padres en comunidades. We do a lot of counseling around our town. We go and visit families and we do a lot of counseling. Y este, también eh, apoyando distintas iglesias de aquí cerca con enseñanzas de a veces quieren que se dé alguna serie de X estudio, entonces este me han pedido también que vaya a sus congregaciones a estar compartiendo. Creo que después de este tiempo he descubierto que mucho de lo que Dios me ha llamado es un poco el área de maestro, ¿no? <laughs> so, uh, also lots of churches around Christian churches around our town invite us to go over and teach on a specific topic. So we have served like a support for other churches in our area. So after several years, I have noticed that I am a teacher now. Y este, también algunos este pastores vienen a casa para tomar algún tipo de consejería o igual vamos a sus a sus hogares y este porque estamos enfrentando retos muy fuertes y que también son para mí muy fuertes, en que últimamente los hijos ya no quieren 
apoyar a sus padres o a veces ni siquiera amar a Dios. Y, y Dios nos está moviendo a apoyar a los pastores también en esta área. Also, our house, our home, have served like a place to receive pastors or families so we can minister to them and or minister to the pastors or we can just give them some counseling on something they're they are struggling with right now we can say that one of the things family families are struggling with right now is with their children because they don't want to obey to their parents or they don't want to even look after Jesus. Mm. Es parte de lo que estamos haciendo y también pues estamos atendiendo, ayudando a muchos ancianitos. La, los las hijos o la gente de por aquí viaja mucho a Estados Unidos al trabajo y deja a sus padres abandonados y también estamos ayudando a, a ancianitos en sus eh, apoyándoles en sus quehaceres o, o viendo una forma en que ellos se sigan sintiendo útiles. Also, we've been um, helping elderly people because the situation in this area is that a lot of people emigrate to the states, so they leave their families behind and they leave their parents behind. So nobody's looking or watching them. So we help them the most we can and we help them to know that they they're still part of a family or mm, yes. They still can do something, you know. Y solamente pues estamos muy agradecidos con Dios por su gracia en permitirnos hacer algo para él porque si no fuera por él no podríamos hacer nada de verdad. Somos nada sin la gracia de Cristo. So we're very thankful with God because it's it is only by his grace that we've been able to do all of this. We're nothing without him and we cannot do nothing without his grace. Amen. Amen. Very true. Well, thank you for giving us those details, Marcos. And and can you tell me have you lost your guitar? Entonces, gracias Marcos por compartir todo esto. Y ahora dime, ¿has perdido tu guitarra? No, para nada. <ríe> es, es increíble porque inclusive me la han querido comprar o, o que la regale, pero no. Sé que Dios me dio esta herramienta para ponerla por siempre, ¿no? I haven't at all because, uh, you know, people have uh, asked me to buy it or to give it away to somebody, but I'm not going to do it because I know this is a tool God has given me. Amen. Y aunque a veces está, a veces se nos está apretando aquí, a veces la situación económica y casi quisiera venderla, digo, no, 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 y aquí la tenemos. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes... Sometimes when we go through financial uh, struggles, that thought has crossed my mind about selling it, but I'm holding to it. Amen, amen. One of my favorite memories with Marcos is the first time that we worked together. And I remember fondly his guitar. Also, that was the first time that I ever 
experience being translated twice. So we were translated from English to Spanish and from Spanish to uh, whatever the local language there was in the villages we were in, in Oaxaca. It was a great memory for me. I remember very well his guitar. <laughs> me acuerdo muy bien de tu guitarra, porque una de las memorias tan frescas que tengo de ti es cuando estábamos en esta pueblito que nos estaban traduciendo dos veces de inglés, español y de español a su idioma. Entonces me acuerdo muy bien de tu guitarra ahí. Gracias, gracias, Marcos. No, no puedo dejarla, no puedo dejarla de verdad. Yeah. Does he, does he remember that time, the first time we worked together? ¿Te acuerdas de esa vez? Fue la primera vez que trabajamos juntos. Sí, claro que sí. Yeah. En Amoltepec. Amoltepec. What, what can he remember about it? What comes to mind? ¿Qué te acuerdas de, de ese acontecimiento? ¿Qué recuerdas? Pues, I don't have a memory of this, but this is not my interview. <laughs> you have a memory. Like, we'll we'll get you to share also. You can you can you can share okay. also. Okay, I'll go after him. Recordar ahí es, es sí 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 es un este pueblo muy difícil en cuanto a a buscar del corazón de Dios a través de la alabanza y pero estar ese día que estu estuvieron, estuvieron ellos como equipo, ver cómo el, el fluir de Dios empezó a ser algo maravilloso y ellos, a través de una palabra profética, hablándole a sus vidas, en verdad la gente quedó pues con, un, con algo tan emocionante y grabado en su corazón, de parte del corazón de Dios, a través de Scott y su equipo. This was a special memory because this village, Amontepec, is very hard area to visit. So seeing the team minister to these people, and these people were receiving prophetic words, and knowing that this is this was God speaking to their hearts, that was just awesome because that word, fresh word from the God from God, was like brought life to them and that transformed their lives. Wow. Wow. Gracias. Gracias. Thank you for that, Marcos. You want you want to share your memory, Ita? Are you sure? <laughs> sure, I'm I'm sure. I'm right. yes, please. So I think this was like our second or 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 third trip together. So I was just getting to know this crazy guy taking a bunch of youth people to the missions, you know. So <laughs> so we were that that was a hard trip to make it there. We were I guess like 12 hours in the back of a truck and in the mountains going up and down and that was that was a cool memory though. But okay, so I remember these gringo Sorry. <laughs> that it's okay, go ahead. Was feeling wasn't feeling okay. Wasn't was feeling sick. <laughs> okay. So this guy yeah. stopped like a couple of times in the middle of the or trip because he needed to do his business. 
Sorry. <laughs> so I remember you were in the That's back of the okay. truck with us, but Marcos also was driving his own car with his family in it. And then we, you just cannot make it. So you had to jump into Marcus's car and that kind of helped you, but not really. But that was a tough trip for you. Because if I remember well, I think you were back from Africa. So that was just too much. And I don't know. Right. I don't know why you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I was three days back from Africa when, when I arrived to Mexico and we started moving. So it was difficult for sure. It was difficult. And I remember those times, like our friend from Brazil says, if you challenge yourself, you'll end up with a story. (laughs) (laughs) And we, we had a story after that one. So, you know, just the, all of those memories are burned on your mind. You know, they're never going to go away. (laughs) You know, what you experienced, what, what you felt Mm -hmm. when you started to recover. I remember Marcos put me inside of his car because I was, I was vomiting. Sorry for the graphic uh, words there. I was really struggling, really sick. He put me inside his car, took really good care of me. And then we continued on to the village several more hours while everyone was riding on the back of a flatbed, big like army truck for several more hours. And it was a, it was a challenge, but I remember it and I'll never forget that it was hard, but I was blessed with the full experience, (laughs) (laughs) the complete experience, una experiencia completa. Right. So, yeah. Is there anything Could else that Marcos it. wants to mention about that time? ¿Hay algo más que decir de ese tiempo? De esa... sí. Pues que siempre, cada viaje Dios habla en nuestras vidas y lo más hermoso es que nos apasiona por seguir viendo a esta, a esta parte del pueblo de Cristo y bendecirlos. Ahorita se me ha complicado ir hasta allá, pero este siempre Dios ha hablándonos ¿no? de amar esta parte de su pueblo que, que no porque esté lejos, está lejos del corazón de Dios, sino están cercanos. Y, y lo, 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 lo que siempre me pasa, no es que vamos nosotros como los grandes, no sé, conocedores de no sé qué, no, realmente vamos y vemos cómo Dios les habla y les ama y, y regresamos diciendo aprendí más yo que ellos. ¿no? Eh, recibí más yo que lo que pensé que iba a dar. Yo regreso siempre a casa diciendo fui más bendecido, ¿no? Y, you know, y esto me encanta. I really love that every time you go on a trip to these kind of places, it's just awesome to to know that when you go on these to these places, like you have in mind that you're gonna go and bless people. But the truth is that they also bless you back. So that is just awesome and nothing can take this out away from you. So um specifically about this town, it's just too far to go there and difficult. So we haven't been there in some time. Even though they are, they are far, it doesn't mean that they are far from God's heart. 
So these people is in my heart and they are in God's heart. That's the most important. So going on trips is just a huge blessing. Amen. Amen. You're a great translator, Ita. Let me say that. <laughs> because you remembered everything that he said. So that was awesome. I know we're giving you the challenge of a lot of words at one time. So sorry about that. So just to kind of close it up here, I'm wondering how can we be praying for Marcos and for his family and what the Lord's doing with them? And also if he wants to share if people want to find out more about what he's doing or some way to get in touch with him, how can we direct people for those kinds of things? Ya para terminar, este, queremos preguntarte cómo podemos orar por ti, por tu familia, por el trabajo que están haciendo allá. Y también cómo podríamos ponernos en contacto con ustedes y saber más de lo que están haciendo. Pues por... Una de las formas de ponernos en contacto es por correo electrónico. El correo es marcos y mari17 arroba gmail.com. So you can be in contact with us through email, which is marcos y mari17 at gmail.com. And mari is like M A R Y, right? Yes. Marcos Y. Mary at 17 at gmail.com. Yeah. I'll put it in the notes so people can see that. What's the 17 about? ¿De qué es el 17 en tu correo? Mm, <laughs> no lo sé. Okay. Sí. Años en casado o okay. qué? <laughs> No, porque apenas llevo 15. <laughs> almost. Ah, almost. Um, casi, casi. Okay. Y, 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 and what can we be praying for him about? ¿Cómo podemos orar por ti? Pues sí. Bueno, perdón, la manera de contacto un poco más fácil para mí ahorita es por WhatsApp, nada más por, por si quieres dar mi número también. Another easy way to be in contact with me will be through WhatsApp, so we can leave his number in the comments or notes. Okay, we can we'll we'll leave the number we won't put people through the number, but we'll leave the number in the comments if mm -hmm. you can get that one to me. And and about the praying for him? Yeah. Y sobre orar, ¿cómo podemos orar por ti? Pues que Dios solamente nos siga dando entendimiento de su corazón. Un día de enojo, un día de esos difíciles que tenía yo en mi vida personal, Dios me habló tan claramente diciéndome, Marcos, por favor, no odies a los que te mandé a amar. Y creo que eso sería que si nos ayudan a orar es que entendamos el corazón de Dios para su pueblo, para que amemos como Él quiere amar a su pueblo. So please pray that we can continue loving God's people in this area. Can remember one day that I was having a really hard day and then God spoke to me saying, Marcos, please don't stop loving the ones that I sent you to love. So please pray that we can continue loving God's people. Wow. Okay. 
We, we will do that. Porque ya yo creo que todo lo demás que pudiéramos pedir de oración y, y necesidades que hay vienen siendo extras. Lo principal es amar al cuerpo de Cristo, amar a la iglesia para mí. Viene siendo un poco más importante que muchas necesidades que pudiera haber. You know, the main thing here is to continue loving God's people because we we could have any other needs, physical, financial, or whatever, but the main purpose is to love God's people. Amen. Amen. Gracias, Marcos. Thank you. Thank you so much for being with us, Marcos. And for sharing your heart and telling us about your story. I really appreciate it. Y gracias, muchas gracias, Marcos, por todo, por eso, por su corazón valiente, por Cristo. Gracias por todo y su amistad también. Gracias. Gracias, Scott. Nos bendice mucho ver también tu corazón de, de amor a Dios. Y es increíble pasar tiempo contigo, con el equipo que siempre te acompaña y son una gran bendición para nuestras vidas. Les amamos mucho. Thank you, Scott. Your life is a great blessing for everyone. Every time you come down with a, a team, is it just a huge blessing for everyone. So thank you. Amen, amen. Gracias. Thank you. I'm the one who's getting blessed because you let me get in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> And didn't put me on the back. Uh, you saved me. And for that, I'm thankful. Okay, guys. Well, we'll put the contact information in the show notes. Thanks for joining us for the FX Missions from the Forefront podcast. We'll put some information in there about Ita as well and what she's up to. Thanks for joining us. Please do share or rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your content. I'm Scott McClellan for FX Missions. Until next time, have a good one. This podcast made possible through the partnership of Engaging Missions Show, bringing missions home, and encouraging you to hear a message, make connections, and take action. Find out more at engagingmissions.com. Thanks for joining us for the FX Missions podcast from the forefront. If you'd like to find out more about FX Missions, please do so at our blog, fxmissions.com. Quite a bit of content out there. We hope you enjoy it. Also, if you'd like to rate us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, we would really appreciate it. And find out more about today's guest at our Facebook page. Just search for From the Forefront on Facebook. If you know of someone who should be featured on from the forefront because of their forefront missions experience or exploits, please reach out to us at info at fxmissions.com. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, I'm Scott McClelland, and you have a good one.